Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. I mean, Jesus was a white man, too. But, you, you know, it's like we have he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yes. But my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle of the legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black? Yeah. It's a chance to do good for us boys in the hood. Just call us NWA neighbors with appetizers. Keep it G real. All right. WineCellarMedia.com. <clears throat> Let's pop on in with a little bit of morning wine cellar action. I'm going to go ahead and bring my decibels up a taste. Okay. Uh, many things uh, I find interesting. Um, apparently, uh, fed up managers declare um, work from home is over. say that they would fire your motherfucking ass or cut your pay back if you're not coming back to the office. Seems it's... You wonder what, like, that's that bullheadedness? Is it that piggishness? That overbossness? You know, like, they sort of want to control your life? Because if you're doing the exact same thing and the company is making the exact same money or more money if you're more productive because you're um, contributing from your uh, your most comfortable environment, your home, then what is the deal? Because it's like the company is either they do they own the office space and they don't want to sell it because they know they'd have to sell it under market value. Or are they renting the office space and part of the capitalist culture is to just keep renting it so that you keep the money circulating it like that to the owner that owns the office building? Would that fuck up cities? Because that's what a lot, like when you're driving off the freeway into a nice city and you're like, oh, look at those nice big buildings. There's a bunch of offices that no one really needs to be in, are they? I guess maybe if they actually serve people directly, Right, like someone like me, like I'd love to just go pay my water bill directly in the office. I hate doing it over the internet or over the telephone. So I'd like that space. Oh, fun stuff. Um, <clears throat> can't get into that one. Um, uh, mayoral candidate and a Westin TIF architect, uh, Greg uh, Greenberg, stated at an urban ventures firm a month before the TIF legislation passed in 2021. Craig claims he won't benefit from the West End TIF, but has profited from TIFs uh, that he's designed in Lexington, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. Ah, and that's being brought to you by the HBN Assembly of Louisville, Kentucky. A former owner of a Tacoma tattoo parlor admits to committing a hate crime. I will get into that one. A man who uh, hit another man over the head with a shovel. Oh, that one's interesting. I'm going to get into that one. A, um, this is one of those upworthies I found interesting. An ex-store greeter says he never tried to stop moms from stealing formula. Hey. 
Alright, uh, just take a look at some things that I had noted but might not get quoted. Uh, what I haven't looked at Raw's story in a while, because uh, they just, they, they annoyed me in 2015. So I, but I'm looking at Raw's story again. Uh, Tom Baggioni, that's right, it was actually him himself that irritated me. Uh, and uh, the headline, why would he make that up? Trump rally fans thrilled of Madison Cawthorn uh, talking about GOP drug orgies. And that's one thing people tend to forget, that the Republicans, they only put on that conservative Christian face as a selling point to some older constituents. They don't really care about that shit. Republicans just want to fuck and do drugs. Every, a lot of folks, I don't want to say everybody, but there's a good number of folks out there, a lot, a lot of folks out there that want to fucking do some drugs. Hell, Obama wants to fucking do some drugs. That's what a lot of his book is about. I actually, I have not read uh, Dreams of My Father in a long time. <laughs> All right, and, um, and uh, what appears to be more of like an opinion piece, a thought piece, um, an op-ed, if you will, uh, in the New York Times, you might find interesting if you could get past the damn paywall. Um, the New York dream of cheap rent and no roommates, it's over. Yeah? Well, you should have voted for Bernie, fucko. Alright, but I do want to take a look at, um, the stories that I did pick out for this here morning wine cellar. It is 5.43 in the a.m. I think I have, a uh, good time for myself on what I want to gun for here. And so I think I'll gun for it. Roman Polanski, uh, something I didn't know, and I really don't know a lot about, um, this, uh, this, uh, rapist, child rapist, this Roman Polanski fucko, uh, but most folks apparently do know about him, I know there's a lot of black conservatives that just found out about him, but they, uh, they like to use his name as a disgusting way to, uh, defend Bill Cosby, uh, but this is up from 2009, and apparently folks are reposting it to remind people that over a hundred in the film community sign a Polanski petition. The fuck? Uh, over a hundred in film community sign Polanski petition. Uh, okay. Um, and so uh, it's an assembly of filmmakers, actors, producers from around the world, and they signed the petition urging the release of the director Roman Polanski, who was arrested Sunday in Switzerland on a warrant for a 1977 underage sex case in the United States. Of course, Woody Allen signed it. Um, uh, uh, Martin Scorsese, I don't know much about him, but he's a man. He signed it. Uh, other names uh, that I don't know so well, Alejandro Gonzalez, uh, David Lynch. I don't know if David Lynch is more television, more movies. I don't know a lot of these uh, folks. An individual that goes by Wong Kar Wai. Uh, I don't know if that's like a Chinese or Japanese, Asian. I don't know. Uh, an individual by name uh, Harmony Kareen, St- uh, Stephen Frears. Alexander Payne, Michael Mann, Wim Wenders, Tilda Swinton, Julia Schenbel, Pedro Almodovar. I'm not doing the whole hundred, but it is listed here. I just posted it to WineCellarMedia.com. If you're following WineCellarMedia in the social media, 
when I make the website post, it goes directly there. And I'm gonna go ahead and copy and paste the website post on over to the Patreon and obviously post them publicly for free. They won't be paywalled. Um, but they signed it, uh, da 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 blow. Uh, and a quote in it is, uh, we demand the immediate release of Roman Polanski. End quote, urges a petition, continuing, uh, filmmakers in France and Europe, in the United States and around the world are dismayed by the dis- this decision. It seems inadmissible to them that an international cultural event paying homage to one of the greatest contemporary filmmakers is used by police to apprehend him. End quote from this goddamned petition. Oh, God. Uh, the following is a SACD uh, petition uh, followed by the list of names of the people who was signed a- as of tonight for a more extensive detailing of Polanski's arrest and potential extradition to the United States. Um, some folks at IndieWire had coverage. And uh, we have the hyperlink there at WineCellarMedia.com. Again, posted to the social media. And I um, I added my LinkedIn to that. I have a LinkedIn. I don't know if I'm supposed to have that. I think you're supposed to have that, right? You're, I'm, I'm a grown-up. I have a LinkedIn now. Right? I, 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 I got to give myself a good pair of, a uh, nice pair of slacks. Maybe some pleated khakis to go with my LinkedIn page. All right, and my bad to folks looking at the uh, video. I can't do that much in the way of uh, video production uh, when I'm producing by myself, uh, no co-host on that ass. Uh, Continuing a little bit more. Uh, by their uh, extraterritorial nature, film festivals the world over have always permitted works to be shown and for filmmakers to present them freely and safely, even with even when certain states oppose this. So they're saying that if we don't care about our pedophile, you shouldn't care about our pedophile when he's in proximity of your children. Western culture needs to be replaced greatly and bigly. I want to dance it on over to uh, corporate landlords are gobbling up U.S. suburbs and these black homeowners are fighting back. A super lengthy article uh, imported over from the Washington Post. So if you have trouble with the Washington Post paywall, a wine cellar media, it's there. All right, fucking Washington fucking Post with their goddamn, goddamn it. Isn't that Jeff Bezos' website? Funk them niggas. And let me uh, see if I can't get that uh, video in order for you. There we go. For the folks looking at video, I don't. I I, I do want to keep it in in motion and in action for you. All right. Dancy poozy yonzy roozy. So, Charlotte, North Carolina. And, of course, you know how these articles start. They got to lay out the scene. 
Her three-bedroom, two-bathroom house with vinyl siding had never attracted so many admirers. Every week, the mail brought more postcard offers. Sell now. Will buy as is. Everyone in the neighborhood was getting them. I say, nigga, if you black and you own your house, I think black people, nigga, this is why we need like a fucking, well, damn, not that many black people own homes. Okay, so I have to add a detail, a black homeowners coalition with a come together agreement to only sell your house cash as is four times. Four times times the fucking market value right like with the work that i've done on this house so far um it's gone from uh being worth about um i'd say actually worth 160,000 um sold to us at uh just over 169,000 and um i've brought up to about 200,000 uh-uh the motherfuckers come to you remember they're coming in because they know they're gonna get big paper stacks off it 800,000, right, and then we all say, hey, but this is the closing date, right, make it, um, August 15th, 2023, right, and then we all, all the black homeowners, 800k, and then we all just go buy houses in an affordable area near each other, (laughs) and then keep cash on hand next to the houses we own that we bought for cash, right, that are 179 market value, we offer a cash buy at 150k, get the fucking house, keep your profit, right, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding terrible now, this does not sound like old William does it, new William is more nihilistic and ready to settle into a fucking commune, can I get a commune before I'm 50, shit, <laughs> uh, continuing on, uh, again, this is uh, in cor- um, uh, pulled over from the paywalled Washington Post to public at Wine Cellar Media. Um, to Valerie Hamilton, then president of the Potter's Glen Homeowner Association, it didn't sit right. Homeowners associations don't sit right with me. Um, already more than 20 homeowners, 20. That is a lot in one fucking neighborhood. That means 20 people that were your neighbors that owned it and cared about the community because they owned what bit of land they're allowed to own in this capitalist white supremacist system that steamrolled indigenous folks. Remember, every house that we sit and own on is on a collective mass continental continental national mass grave, if you will. Right, but uh, fucking, yeah, like, you lost 20 of those people, and you know what land leeches do, right? That's a that's a 2,000 square foot house. Oh, no, 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 that's an 800 square foot apartment and a 1,200 square foot apartment with a shared basement, shared laundry, shared parking. Y'all figure it out. And the person that pays for the larger apartment, you pay for the shared electricity in the basement and shared garage. That's what these land leeches do, right? So now you're just going to have folks that are, you know, like renters, not their fault that they're renters, but you've lost community and brought in now multiple double up strangers. They lost 20 community neighbors. They're going to get 40 double up strangers. 40. Guaranteed. 
if hell, if them cribs is fucking like 2,300 square feet, best believe the land leeches is splitting them shits into three apartments. Shared garage, shared basement. Dirty game. So they already lost more than 20 homeowners in her Charlotte neighborhood as they sold... I like they use the language sold out. Sold out to investors and their houses have been quickly converted to rentals. Converted. Watch that language. Watch that word. Converted. All right. Dirty, evil, sneaky, sneaky word. Uh, let me flip it back to the, uh, the video end of things just to uh, keep the folks uh, checking out the video on on with me. On 4th, on marching. Whoops, and to the daisy. There we go. All right, again, working, producing, and hosting on my own thing. Uh, A quote from Hamilton, the Homeowners Association uh, person. Uh, We are being bombarded, end quote. Uh, Like hundreds of communities across the United States, Hamilton's neighborhood had become the target of large companies amassing empires of suburban homes for rent. Since the Great Recession, when millions of Americans lost their homes to foreclosure, these companies have been expanding their portfolios for tens of thousands of single-family houses. Yeah, let's say houses. Homes? Yeah, like, um... Like that old comedian said when I was a child that my mother showed me, uh, it was uh, George Carlin. My mother showed me George Carlin because it was like, a home is an abstract idea. And I remember recently learning the word abstract in elementary school. It's like a home is an abstract idea. We need houses. They're buying the houses that a person uses as a home. Right? Like the neighborhood. The neighborhood is not your house. But when you're there, when you walk down your neighborhood street, your home. Right? So for some people, that's their whole city is home. The whole state is home, right? Home nation, home island, home country, home continent, home hemisphere. Home is an abstract idea. Um, continuing. Uh, the, um, the rise of investor purchases has spawned complaints that, uh, that with companies flush with Wall Street money are pricing out first-time home buyers and renting to tenants who have not been properly screened. I want to see if they tell us what they're saying has not been properly screened. In Potter's Glen, one house owned by an... Um, by Invitation Homes, a $24 billion company created by a Wall Street firm, drew several reports of illegal drugs and gunfire, according to police reports and neighbors. Uh, facing the influx, uh, Hamilton started asking, can't we stop them? Uh, the answer, it turns out, appears to be yes. Interesting. Uh, using uh, the same legal authority that allows homeowners Um, homeowners associations to punish people uh, who failed to cut their grass, the Potter's Glen Board elected, uh, erected a hurdle for investors. A new rule required any home buyer to wait two years before renting out. Play their capitalist game against them. That's what I'm talking about, niggas. The fuck we need. Right? Could you imagine, right? Set up a five-year plan, 10-year plan if you want to be real long-term pragmatic. Get lefties together that are going to um, 
you know, like the, you got to get teenagers, right? That's the thing. You got to get youth and everything, right? That's why right-wingers are always mad about the idea of people teaching children um, leftist ideals or teaching children to not be homophobic because you got to get new young people in, right? So you get some new teenagers that are doing well in high school, relatively left-leaning already, right? And you have to have your own sort of federalist association that gives you folks like Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, right? A fucking lefteralist association, whatever the fuck it's got to be, right? And you train these niggas up, you know, you get them by the hundreds of fucking thousands. Do what you got. There's enough 501c3 organizations that have long fundraising reach consolidate my niggas. Get the funding together for this. And you push them through the system. You make sure they never get arrested for anything. You keep lawyers on deck. You protect them. And when they get into their 20s and they start getting into career mode, you push them into careers of effect, right? Socially efficacious careers. Excuse me. Police, right? I know, ACAB, right? But why are we ACAB? Because the police are inherently fascist in their formation, why they're formed, how they function, and then who is drawn to them because of how that's how they function. So, you get enough together in one city to get hired into the police department, don't go in fucking doing your I gotta quote marks thing now. Go in, get more of your comrades in, take it the fuck over and then start affecting shit at the street level. Don't arrest those um, those little niggas selling reefer, right? See about getting them into a fucking, um, some sort of thing where they could get an investor and instead uh, get to a legal reefer state and they can own a dispensary. Shit like that, right? Get on the damn school boards. Oh, excuse me. God, that, 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 don't, don't take the tangent too far. Stick with the story, old man Jackson, and check the video. <laughs> Whoop. Uh-oh, there we go. There we are, partnerinos. Sorry about that there. All right. And now, since the board adopted the rule in 2019, property records show the pace of investor purchases has dropped by more than half. We didn't want to become a renter's paradise, said Hamilton, a retired executive assistant from Ohio. We want people who are going to plant flowers and trees because it's their home. Damn, that's weird. There's there's like a class divide and then a class divide, right? And it's like, I find myself positioned in a weird spot in the class divide because I'm not the renter right and that yeah when I was a renter like yeah I mean I put a couple little flowers around but it's not my property I can't do shit now I own I've literally purchased two trees and I'm growing those trees in very large pots getting the roots roots nice and healthy so that I can dig holes and plant them in the in the ground in the yard and grow trees you know, more chlorophyll. That's neat. We like that, right? But like renting, you can't do. That's the landlord's property. They don't want you fucking with it. So they, they should flip that language. It's not a renter's paradise. Renters don't have a paradise. The landlords do. 
and those of us that like own and live there and are not landlords, yeah, we actually don't want landlords buying the house next door to us, right? Like on this little block I live on, it's um, it's like 70-30 um, homeowner occupied and then landlord renting out at the 30. And the ones that the landlords own, yeah, I'm not gonna front. I don't like my renter neighbors. Um, like one guy is already hinting that he may feel like sexually harassing Phoenix Cleeter. And do we really need that shit? Do I need to be walking over there trying to catch a fade with a nigga that's the next door neighbor? You know, but and it's like, what does he give a shit? He doesn't own, he's just renting there. He could leave anytime, break the lease, whatever. I don't know that nigga's deal. A homeowner there, he don't want no funk. I don't want no funk because we both plan on being here for like two decades. And some, yeah, some of these little niggas, they, they bring a griminess. I don't know, man. Yeah, the shit's ill. I have to like evaluate my position in the class stratosphere. Like just because I come from poverty doesn't mean I'm really in that poverty anymore or am i still in poverty but it's more comfortable it's a strange situation i'm in and this article's making me think about that out loud isn't it Hmm. uh continuing um uh as neighborhoods in several states have uh, moved to adopt similar rules advocates for rental home companies argue that the restrictions make housing less affordable they say rental exclusions also can be discriminatory echoing a past when real estate restrictions were used to keep out racial minorities now that's funny because when i looked up um images of uh people that own the homes in this particular area of this study i literally found dark skin like moi black women so these are black women that busted their ass own their home are dealing with a homeowners association that that they apparently seem to like and um and they're trying to keep basically carpetbaggers out why are you carpetbaggers coming in uh looking at the article again i'm really not it's 604 a.m i have fucked up my time <laughs> uh, making housing less affordable echoing the restrictions used to keep our racial minorities and have asked um state legislatures in florida georgia and tennessee as well as north carolina to protect them from such restrictions now that's ill So essentially what you're seeing is white people at the working class level, but you could say sort of, um, you could even say like that blend of like where it's like you're one overtime check between petty bourgeois and proletariat, right? Like if you don't get your bonus on top of your salary, you're comfortable proletariat. If you get your bonus, right? If you bonus every quarter, you're petty bourgeois. Those white people at that level are advocating for state legislatures to stop homeowners associations from protecting black-owned areas from keeping white carpetbaggers out. We need a black posse comitatus. If anything, I, I really... 
um, maybe some of you were Vosh fans, I think we need to have what Vosh would consider scary, which would be a sundown town for white people. We legit need sundown towns for white people where you should just know you best not be here. And how would it be okay to have sundown towns for white people? Well, let's say that the cops who patrolled the area were leftists who had these ideas were black cop leftists that also wanted to keep the carpetbaggers out. And when they saw some white person in the black sundown town and they saw some black folks in the pick up truck drive by with a rope hanging out the window, them cops just kind of didn't see nothing. And then when them white folks is reported missing, well, we's going to get right on it. We gonna find them white folk for you. We gonna look every which away where we can. And then when we finally find them 32 years later, nobody knows what happened. Hey, blue lives matter. <laughs> WineCellarMedia.BlueLivesMatter. Let me um move it on down because I did not want to uh, miss this one actually as I uh, totally obliterate my uh, my planned uh, broadcasting time. Skibi dooba ribble ruble. Let me throw a uh, let me throw a bumper at you while I get myself uh, in there. Right, right. Oop. I'm gonna do something illegal. The news is a shit show these days, and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. There we go, old uh, partnerinos there. Let's uh, bring it on back. And get on over here to these uh, Neanderthal Nazis. Right, we could all go for some more coverage of some Neanderthal Nazis. Alright, so let's head on back to where I spent some of my developmental years in Tacoma, Washington State. A uh, former owner of a Tacoma tattoo parlor admits to committing a hate crime and lying to the FBI. Uh, and again, uh, have this over on um, on WineCellarMedia.com. Whoops-a-doo. There we are, matey. And uh, so, back in 2018, Jason, uh, Jason Gravy... <laughs> Uh, Decimus, now that's his name, uh, I guess his nickname was Gravy, that's a fair deal. Uh, so Jason Gravy Decimus denied just about everything being a neo, uh, being a neo-Nazi, being affiliated with white supremacist groups, and repeatedly using a racial slur during an assault on a black man at a Linwood bar. And again, like, if, um, I have the images of, the, uh, of this cat on winecellarmedia.com. If you search their name, Jason Decimus, D-E-S-I-M-A-S, uh, you could leave his nickname Gravy in or out of your search. You see images of him, like we showed you, he's a big, mean, monkey motherfucker 
telling you right now, I don't want to run into this motherfucker. I'm a fight or flight. I'm most likely going to flight unless I have something like physical on me that like increases my advantage in an encounter with a big fucking monkey like Jason. Now, right? Big fucking monkey motherfucker. Um, on April 8th, uh, Jason DeSemus, a 47-year-old individual, signed a plea agreement filed in a federal court admitting all of that and more, including lying to the FBI. The former owner of a Tacoma tattoo parlor accepted a deal that could lead to three years and one month in federal prison. If the U.S. District Court Judge Richard Jones approves the recommendation, uh, the hate crime charge carries a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. The false statements charge carries a maximum penalty of five years in prison. That's it. So lying to, like, I want to know how the fuck they charge this shit. Like, how come every single lie isn't its own charge? See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, let's say you had a leftist federalist organization, leftist, and now they're, right, you know, uh, infiltrating the systems, if you will. Now, they're the prosecutors. They're the judges right we're the fucking silent people on the jury that are just like oh yes we're going to be impartial you know what each of those lies is its own 10-year charge lied about being a neo-nazi 10 years lied about being affiliated with white supremacist groups 10 years lied about the racial assault 10 years the fact that you lied 10 years right fuck them like, we're in their game. The fuck you gonna do, nigga? Keep marching? Or learn how to play that shit? Shit. Uh, so, it uh, could lead to uh, three years and one month in prison. Uh, Decimus told investigators he was a prospective member of the Hammerskins. I'm pretty sure that's who tried to put on work in me in Florida was uh, Hammerskins. They're, uh, they're deep. They got, they got some factions, the hammer and notice that we know they exist. We know what they are, but bloods and crypts are on gang injunctions and not hammer skins, right? Not Patriot prayer, not proud boys. But again, if we, if people of our ideology were the lawmakers, as opposed to just artists and blah, I swear to fuck them to run for city council shit man it's just fucking practice what i preach show you how it's done right let's figure out how to file this fucking paperwork um so he was um a prospective member of the Hammerskin, uh and he he agreed to state that um the details of the agreement note that uh jason decimus and three other defendants discussed ways to provoke fights with groups they disliked such as antifa uh black lives matter which again things that are not even fucking groups Antifa is just where you stand on fascism. If again, if anti if anti-fascists are your enemies, nigga, what are you? If people that say the word the sentence Black Lives Matter are your enemies, then what the fuck are you? A Western culturalist. Because again, racist doesn't matter anymore. Fuck that word. Western culture. Call them Christians. When someone calls someone a nigger, say, oh, oh, that guy, that guy's a Christian there. Hey, everybody, check out that. Hey, hey, Christian, what did you call that black guy? Hey, Jesus boy. 
Call them Christians. Call them Western culturalists, right? Call them traditional uh, patriots. You know? All right. Nobody gets it. Nobody. I, I get it. Uh, so uh, the groups they dislike that aren't actually groups using a strategy that they call, quote, mutual combat, end quote. Um, they figured picking fights, waiting for a reaction, and letting like-minded associates join the fray would allow group members to claim they were acting in self-defense. But they're not even in law enforcement, and they're already thinking about how to play the fucking game on you. Right? But I, but I bet you some of you are uncomfortable with some of what I just said about... Why don't we learn how to play some of these fucking games? Some of you are uncomfortable when I say don't raise your boys to just be fucking soft. You can raise your boys to be against rape culture and to have progressive ideals and also be able to chuck them knuckle hammers. Right? Align your chakras, nigga. Y'all niggas is misbalanced on y'all shit. Get your fucking priorities in order. Get your thoughts straight. All right. I'm very reasonable right now. I can feel it's in my tone. I'm very, I'm a nice guy. (laughs) I remember to get the garbage out this morning. It's garbage day. Continuing, a a quote from the uh, plea agreement. The group went on to the dance floor and started acting loudly and aggressively. Um, uh, Is there more from it? Uh, The victim, a black man, was the disc jockey at the bar. He worked on his DJ equipment, playing music on a small stage next to the dance floor. Jason DeSemus and several other members of the group, gang members, saluted each other with outstretched arms uh, with a salute that appeared identical to the Nazi salute multiple times. It appeared identical. Oh my God, Tacoma News Tribune. It is. It didn't appear identical. It is is a Nazi salute. They are Nazis. I don't know how and or why you missed that part, but that's what they are. Try to keep things in order for you. Uh, folks I've there. never. There you go. All right. I know I, for podcast audio listeners, I'm making sure shit's in order for people viewing video. It is 616 in the AM. Let me get it in order. <clears throat> When the the disc jockey took a brief break, one of the men in Jason DeSemus' group began to uh, uh, manipulate the DJ's equipment record state. The DJ returned and tried to stop him. DeSemus and the other group members surrounded the man. Quote, what are you going to do, nigger? Uh, DeSemus said, according to the plea agreement. The DJ told the men they had to leave. We are not going anywhere, nigger, DeSemus replied. The DJ cursed the group. Decimus punched um, the DJ in the face, knocking him down and using the word nigger. Again, records state. He and the other men continued to kick and hit the man using words like nigger. They assaulted two other biracial men who tried to help the DJ. Again, using the words like nigger. The records state. Now... Uh, my conservative counterpart, right? I'm William J. Jackson. Hello. My conservative counterpart, he's the host of the show um, Context of White Supremacy. 
Uh, he goes by Gus T. Renegade, which is a playoff, a, um, a fictional black rapist in the film Birth of a Nation. Was it Woodrow Wilson that showed that in the White House? One of them niggas. Uh, the film Birth of a Nation and it, the, the fictional black rapist in that movie is Gus the Renegade Negro. So the host, he goes by Gus T. Renegade. You know, like a, as, as a nod to anyone who like, you know, has some interesting black history facts memorized or white history facts really uh, has some of those facts memorized. And he's very conservative and he is my conservative counterpart. And this is one where, again, where he and I agree so much in um, black conduct, right? And we think that black conduct should be pragmatic, Right, that's my language. I think the language uh, he would use it would uh, he would go with "be careful." Um, he gets a lot of his ideas from Francis Cress Welsing. Uh, the language she would use would be "best behavior." Uh, Neely Fuller is also among this uh, conservative school of black thought against white supremacy, and he says just straight up stop being emotional. And again. This is where my fellow, I'm an SJW, my fellow SJWs, I get it, you disagree with me. You're scared of the idea of raising your black boys to have progressive ideals and be able to kick some ass and um, and be pragmatic, right? You're surrounded by these niggas that were just Nazi saluting each other. Also, I understand you're on your job, you're working your equipment, but you're in a closed-in space, with few entrances, few exits, and it's like you're not armed and you don't have an armed person watching your back. You should have a sharp eye on everybody white. You should know what any white person that is in your eye shot, you should know what the fuck they're doing. You should see them. They're doing Nazi salutes. Oh, looks like my shift just ended early. Good day, y'all. I'll be heading out. Could could some of you uh, Burley brothers walk me to my car? There's Nazis here. Matter of fact, we should all leave together. We should all leave. We should all leave together and actually all collectively tweet hashtag There's Nazis here and put the address and location. Hell, get the fuck out, right? Gus T. Renegade. What does he say regularly on his conservative ass show? Exit immediately and that that's verbatim quote he's very consistent with that exit immediately you get the fuck away from i don't stay nigga i don't go with and we were in the motherfucking um reefer dispensary and there were neo-nazis there nigga kept an eye on them and we only knew there were neo-nazis because one of them um he sat down and his shorts rode up and phoenix Kalita caught the tattoo on him Uh, One of those, like, how the Nazis appropriate, like, some sort of Polish eagle thing. And, um, and she peeped that shit. And she was like, yo, watch, stay tight, right? On that watch your six. Is that what niggas say? Watch your six. Right? And then we watched because they, um, they were there at the same time we're there. Watch them in the parking lot. They get, what car they get in. They got in that car. Which way they turn? They're driving that way. Let's drive the same direction they're driving a little bit. Watch them. Where are they going? Okay, they turn right, they turned into that neighborhood. Okay, so we know anytime that we have to run an errand and it takes us to that neighborhood, extra alert, we know the neo-Nazis hang down there. You know what I'm saying? 
You should know what the fuck they doing. If you're a black person listening to this, you better know that shit. Y'all white niggas don't really need to know that shit as much. I know a lot of white niggas tune into my program. You don't really need to know that the way black people do. You know, we, we gotta watch them niggas, man. Learn what those Nazis look like. Learn their tattoos. Right? Like, um, hell, lear, learn from your, your, your gang-banging cousins. Right? Your gang-banging cousins know how to read tattoos real quick and know what's happening. <laughs> right? Learn how to read tattoos on the quick, because those are gang-bang tattoos. But remember... This system, with the district attorneys we currently have, with the state senates you have, with the city councils you have, with the prosecutors you have, they are not on gang injunctions. Right? Feel that. Continuing. Uh, By signing the plea agreement um, and admitting those acts, uh, Jason DeSemus acknowledged his uh, second offense that he lied in his first interview with investigators when he denied that he or anyone else in the group used racial slurs. His sentencing is scheduled for July 8th. Excuse me for the way I didn't really flow those sentences well. In 2018, prosecutors in Tacoma, including um, local politicians, marched outside the tattoo parlor on East 72nd Street, contending... Uh Uh-oh. There we go. Uh, contending uh, that the da, 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 that rot, that Jason DeSemus and other staff members were affiliated with white supremacists and neo-Nazi groups. A News Tribune story about the incident quoted uh, protesters as well as DeSemus. Another defendant, um, Danielle De- uh, Delbert Dorson, uh, a 24-year-old, all right, a 24-year-old neo-Nazi woman, all right, Let's say it again. 24-year-old neo-Nazi woman. All right? Um, Some of you black men out there looking to practice some miscegenation. Right? How you know that white woman walking up to you, you know, she's all in your shit. You know, she's feeling you. How you know she's not taking you back to be ambushed, brother? How you know? I, you know what? But tr- trust them. I get it. You want white, white people get plausible deniability. I understand. There's this rule among black people, this unwritten rule that we require to step to white people with all plausible deniability at play at all times. I get it. I get it. And not how I party though. Couldn't be me. Um, Another defendant, yeah, Daniel 24 of uh, Corvallis, Oregon, has already pleaded guilty in the case and is scheduled for sentencing August 19th. Uh, Jason Stanley, a 44-year-old individual of Boise, Idaho. Man, 44, like, he's just up above millennials. That's the end of Gen X. Shit, uh, of Boise, Idaho, and Randy Smith, 39 of Eugene, Oregon. Randy Smith is a millennial. They're also charged in the case and are in custody awaiting trial. Final quote from the article of Jason, I'm not a neo-Nazi, end quote. That's the final quote, the end of the article. And again, the way y'all love to treat white people with uh, plausible deniability, the way people like Dan Friesen of the Knowledge Fight podcast, you know, they like to be fair to everybody. The fact that he said... I'm not a neo-Nazi means you should trust him. Hell, I think that 
if you have a 17 year old black daughter, you should let him drop her off at fucking a uh, softball practice. She's safe. He's not a neo-Nazi. Hell, I bet if you ask him, he'll say he's not racist. So by default, if a white person says they're not racist, trust them, right, black people, right? Y'all niggas kill me. Just like them white people gonna kill you. All right. I will not be making uh, my fourth article that I wanted to get to because I is be needing to get to my shift. Uh, Good day, good morning, good wine cellar. All right, y'all fuckermuckers be as safe as possible wherever you are.